When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today I'm in here with a repeat guest. This is number two. Yes, sir. RMC Mike is in the building. What's up, though? What's up, though? How you feeling, man? It's nice to have you in here. <clears throat> I'm all right, honestly. I'm glad to be here back for a second go. Back for another round. Yeah. What's going on in your life these days? Uh, a lot more excitement, a lot more traveling. Yeah? Yeah, a lot more moving around, you know, just putting my head everywhere. Right. And shit, a lot more music. Because last time we were together was kind of like very mid-pandemic, I'm pretty no, sure. For sure. Where even though you guys are the types of guys who weren't staying home, you were still like kind of staying home because there wasn't shit going on for no, a little while for there. for sure, for sure. Right. So, no, it's just good to be moving around, mm. back moving around again. Definitely. Yeah, I'm listening to this new project and I'm feeling like, oh, okay, Mike's uh, he's taking some risks. Hopping on different types of beats, getting a little bit more introspective. I'm glad you noticed that. <laughs> I'm glad that that's what I was. That's what I was trying to get out of people. Though. Yeah, I just want to just show them like, okay, the shit talking shit gonna always be there. You mm. know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm trying to learn myself to be more of an artist now. Mm. I'm trying slower beats. I'm doing hooks and shit now. So it's like, right? I'm just trying to learn, man. A little bit more like having like a concept for a song as opposed to just like when I think of like most of your biggest songs yeah. it sounds like you in the studio just punching in saying the funniest shit the craziest shit that you could think of in that moment mm-hmm. it's like a little bit of a, a different style no for sure it got a little bit it got, definitely got more thought right the process going into it so yeah. cause that's what people always wonder is like is the Detroit and also look at our light going in and out we need a surge protector uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what people always kind of Say if they want to try to like criticize a lot of the the music or the style that's came out of Detroit and Flint over the past couple of years is they're like oh it, it it's it's cool or it was cool but it's kind of repetitive and and you know that style like we, we kind of have that conversation now is like how is that style evolving and how are all these artists taking it in different directions? Yeah, because believe it or not, it's a lot of people with that style now. You see, you hear a lot of people trying to rap like mm-hmm. the Michigan way, like, right? You just hear it all over, down south, east, west, you just hear it. You'll see a rapper whose career is on ice, ain't shit happening to him, and then they will just pop up and be like, hey, I got this hard new flow, and then it's like, oh, okay, we heard this. We heard this a few hundred times. So You know what I'm saying, but shit, I don't know. I just feel like that's what what made it pop. That's what made us different. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know I never stop shit talking, but it's like I still want to, I'm still trying to learn myself as an artist. Like, I want to, you know what I'm saying, get on slower shit. Right. I be trying to sing. You don't even know. Really? I auto-tune all that shit. I'm just trying shit, bro. Just, Did you dip into that on this new project and I missed it? Or is it still in, in the process of being developed? No, I didn't. Uh, the moment, well, I don't know. No, I really ain't dip into that. Okay. That. But I got some songs. Where I done dipped into that. I actually just did one last night. Really? Yeah. What gets you in that mood? You drinking red wine or something? No, I just ain't really just gonna feel it. Mm. Going up to feelings, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, fuck it. I was in one of those moods last night, kind of in my feelings. Really? So I'm like, fuck it. Let me just try it. I think you like a superhero. You're telling me that you go through mental health as well? 
Oh hell yeah, I'm human, bro. <laughs> we all go through this shit, right? But like, it's like it's crazy though, because right after I'm done with that, we were right back to some more turned up shit, right? So it was like it was just I just had to get some shit off my chest. Yeah, definitely. I mean, do you, do you ever want to like make music that could take place in different environments? Because sometimes like I'll be playing, you know, you or Rio or PZ or, or Icewear or whatever around my girl, right. and after like 20 minutes or 30 minutes, she's just like, okay. Can we listen to some fucking Blink-182 or something? Because this is just kind of... It's, it's a little too masculine for the girls sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it is. It could be that. But, Certain yeah, girls. I, I, I definitely want to tap into different... Right. You know what I'm saying? Different genres. Just learning shit. You know, that's how you evolve as an artist, bro. You just... You know what I'm saying? 100%. What uh, what has life been like since Rio went in? Ooh. How long have it been? Six months? Actually, been a year. And, a year? Yeah, it Holy was. it been a year April 3rd. Wow. April 3rd, it was a year. Okay, first question, what was it like leading up to the time where you knew he was going to go in? Were you guys going in super hard? Were you having more fun than usual? Yeah, that's exactly what we did. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We were just, we knew that time was coming to an end, so it was like, we got to do what we can. <clears throat> we got to do what we can. You just going hard, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Having fun, going hard, making a lot of music, making a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Spent a lot of time together. Right. It was just, it just went crazy. PZ said that was a crazy ass time period before no. before Rio went in, but after PZ got out, there yeah. was like a period of how many months? Man, it was wild, like mm. for real. Like I can't, even, it's really too hard to explain because it was every day, nonstop doing some shit. Right. So it was just, it's unexplainable for real. Just hard working. He was basically saying that Rio would like go to the mall every day, buy a brand new outfit, he do. He, and he a was pint. on that. <laughs> he was on that for sure. <laughs> And wake up, we had Somerset, 7, 8 in the morning. Right. This nigga buying an outfit every day, man. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a blessing that you were just able to do that. Right. Nigga, we came from nothing, nigga, so shit. Right. How many years do you feel like you've been having money now? <clears throat> man, about two two years. Really? Do you think about when you were younger a lot, like how, how much different life feels now that you've got so many things going for you? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I think about it all the time. And the reason why I keep it on my mind because I'm not trying to go back to that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we would just, we would, it wasn't really my fault. Like I said, we was young. I'm still, I was lost for a second, bro. I was trying to find our way, but we was still young, just doing shit. But it's like, shit, niggas, we playing with some shit now. So shit, let's, and we even trying to make it bigger, man. Mm. We just gonna keep going, man, keep striving. What's the bigger vision at this point? Man, I'm trying to get up like bigger artists, you know, bigger features and shit like that. Mm. Tapping into other shit like shit, acting all type of shit. Acting, like, you got yeah. a plug on that? No, I don't have a plug, but mm. we got a we. A couple of my homeboys, we try, we thinking of this movie. Oh really? Yeah, we trying to put together. We trying to put that in the work some way somehow. It is really just gonna be like a movie about. Me and Rio come up. Really? You know what I'm saying? Just from basically childhood shit to us getting introduced to the rap. You know what I'm saying? And blowing up quicker than most artists. That could be dope. I feel like uh, Boosie made a bunch of money when he did his movie yeah. recently. I'm pretty sure he like immediately recouped what he spent on it and shit, mm -hmm. which is very inspiring because when you really think about it, like that's what these comedians be doing is that oh, even if sure. they don't got to deal with Netflix or whatever, they'll put it on their website, sell it for five bucks make a million dollars, make a couple million dollars in the course of a week or whatever, and then they totally sidestep all the Netflixes and HBOs or whoever the fuck they might be splitting that with. Yeah, if it had to, go, if it had to come down to it, that's what we're going to do. Right. It's hard because you, you can't convince people to spend money on music. Yeah. But maybe they'll spend money on a movie. And a big inspiration too, Vezo. Mm. I watched his movie. And he got another one coming. What year did his movie come out? Did I miss that? Uh, what well, is... Uh, uh, um... Damn, what's, the, what's that shit called, Pat? Uh, uh, Last year? What was it called, Pat? I mean, uh, what is it called? Uh, something in Love, bro. What, what is it called? Drank in Love. No, it wasn't that. It was Lean something. in Love. But no, I seen, oh. you know what I'm saying? Like, he, I was at the uh, the preview, you know. Right. Went to the movie, and it was just like, that shit was dope. It was motivational. Right. Like, shit, we need to do some shit about that, about our story. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Me and Reed touched on it a little bit. We ain't really get too far with it, but 
I just tossed it to her like, bro, I think that'd be a good idea. Right. Have you have you thought about or have you actually started any other businesses? Are you got any like side hustles aside from rapping? Uh, I'm currently into that now. Me and my manager, we coming up with different ways. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I haven't yet, but I am. That's what that's what we coming. We looking at different shit to do now. Right. I feel like that's uh, the name of the game these days. You can't just depend on no, getting paid off, off music. No, you can't yeah. No, you can't do it. You know I mean, you saying? can, but you're kind of really limiting yourself. No, for sure. But it's like other ventures that I'm For sure. So tell us about a little bit of the early days of you and Rio or how, how you first connected. I forget. What age were you uh, at? It was, it was around like shit. Ninth, 10th grade, freshman year of high school. Okay. So we probably was 16, 17 around his age. Some shit like that. But me and Rio grew up in the same hood. Okay. Like, I used to see him around, but it was like one day. We actually get, we got cool on smoking weed, bro. I'm going to keep it G with you. Seeing a nigga at the store, we was both blind, buying woods. Well, not woods, blunts at this point. Right. And I'm shit, bro, you want a match? You fucking come on. <laughs> and it was my nigga here, he says. Like, it was just. We clicked like that. You just hit it off like that? No, to the point. We went to the same schools and everything. He started picking me up every morning because this nigga was driving, nigga. I wasn't driving. Yeah. Rio was driving, nigga. He was picking me up every morning to go to school. Right. Who was the more turned up person at that time in terms of personality and what me. y'all were getting into? You were you were me. the bad kid? Man, Rio was really quiet, bro. <laughs> Like y'all, that nigga was really quiet. Like he ain't, he didn't say too much at right. all in school. None of that. Like he was to himself type thing. Right. He's quiet as hell though. But were you guys having conversations about music that early on? Hell no. Hell no. Just hustling. Yeah, basically. <laughs> nigga, where does the next dollar gonna come from? Right. You feel me? Where were the dollars coming from at that time? Um, doing a little bit of anything. Mm. Like, like I say, we was in that, we was we was lost, bro, just trying to find a way. You know what I'm saying? I started working, I worked jobs and everything, bro. Like, I, I, I was going to work and everything come out, like, that shit still one another, bro. I remember being kind of surprised that you and him were, like, very quick to be like, hell yeah, I had a fucking job, like, hell not yeah. even that Ain't long ago. Like, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed of that, yeah. Motherfucker be trying to downplay it, man, go get a job, money. <laughs> A lot of rappers want to convince you that they've been man, in the mob since they were crazy fucking four years old. Man. I done worked in plenty shops. Right. No cap. Shops? Like weed shops? No, I just, it really, I went to damn near every temp, search, temp mm. agency you could think of. Bro. Really? I done had so many goddamn jobs. The longest job I probably kept was like two years. Where that was you, the funnest shit. Which it was, one was in that? Auburn Hills, man. I was a welder. A welder? Hell yeah, they taught me how to weld. You, you learned on the job? You didn't have to go to school for it? Or I had to go. I learned on the job. How was that? What were it you was welding together? dope as hell. We was, uh, man, these big ass, I don't even, it was, it was a robot line, put it like that. Oh, okay. The robots weld. Mm. But you know, robots ain't always perfect. They fuck up. So I'm at the end of the line. When the part come out, I got to go over part. It's like 39 welds on the part. I got to go inspect every part. Some of them be fucked up. I just fixed it. So it was. You know what I'm saying? And it's just a random part, like you don't even know what it was going to? Or Man, was... it was going to a car for sure. Oh, it was a part of a car. Yeah, it was okay. part of the car for sure, but it was like part of like the frame of the car. Right. Like the actual chassis. But were you thinking that whole time, like I'm meant for something better than this? Like this can't be the rest <laughs> of my life. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but it was shit. I, I had to do what I got to do, bro. You right. know, life still goes on, bro. This should have passed you back. Nothing will inspire you to get your hustle going more than a fucking job. Because that, to, for me, I even, had to. even when I was like 13, a job was just like eight hours of me thinking about how the fuck I was going to figure out how to not have a job. No, for sure. But it was like the shit, the hustling wasn't even working, wasn't even good for us at this point. Right. Like shit, nigga, nigga go here, maintain for a couple, but nigga, I always end up falling off. Yeah. I'll be like, man, fuck. Like, what the? Like, it, it just, I don't know. But sounds drugs, it sounds a lot easier in rap songs. Yeah. Something always goes wrong in real life, right? Yeah, but you always gonna make another way. That's the part about being a hustler, bro. Hustler is just making sure you gotta do what you gotta do, period, no matter where. It ain't always about being in the streets. Mm. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like hustling is going to work. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hustling is doing what you got to do. A lot of people who are hustling, like in the streets, are somehow oblivious to the fact that a job could probably earn them more money on average, health benefits, For no sure. no risk or very little risk. Like I a, was just gonna say that you gotta worry about no police, yeah. niggas trying to get you, watching your back everywhere. The yeah. number one thing that you fuck up when you're a young kid is that you 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 can't properly calibrate how important risk is no for sure because if you're a drug dealer and 99 percent of the time you get away with it and then one percent of the time you get locked up and you get 10 years then guess what that severely impacts how you should be thinking about how much money you're making the other 99 percent of the time you no, know for sure that makes so much sense yeah and when yeah. i was a kid man i just it took me a while to figure that out it like, took me a while <laughs> it took me a long while how many times have you been locked up it's the thing bro I never been locked up. Ever? Never. Not even a little overnight. It's real wood. Um, hard to say. It's probably some sort of composite. That's real wood right there. So oh, that's wood. This this <laughs> for sure is wood. Yeah. But no, I see what it was. I'm gonna just put it like this, bro. I would just add, I damn near turn my back to the streets before I was able to. You know what I'm saying? And it's sad to say it took some of my homeboys. Going to jail for me to turn my back to the streets. Right. That's when I said I started. I, where I went. I went full to jail. I went in jail. I went back to school. Got my GED. Started working a job. Mm, so you decided to do all that even before the rap shit started cracking off. Yeah. Really? That's good. Yeah. That's what it was for me. So it was like I stopped putting myself in the predicaments to even having to go to jail. But what, what were you seeing? Were you seeing your friends catch like real serious charges, watching them go away for five, yeah, ten man. years, and that was just like. Too depressing? Yeah, it was. I mean, shit, they, my friends was going to jail for the same shit I was doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing it with them. It was just shit. Motherfuckers got caught. I never got caught, bro. That's all it boils down to, bro. Mm. I done did down there. Everything next nigga done did, bro. Just, I just never been caught for nothing. And I turned my back on the streets before it was, you know what I'm saying? And then meanwhile, though, there's a lot of people who might, the first thing they ever do, they get caught. I talked to a guy the other day who did 33 years for a robbery when he was like 18 that turned Shit. into a murder. Boom, 33 years. He was a kid, you know? He didn't even have a chance to have a nice little run in the streets. At he got all. caught up like right away, you know? But yeah, like, my own boys going to prison, man. It was like, it was just a big ass eye opener. Oh, this shit real. Right. And they ain't just handing out no five, 10 years, man. Right. They got more than that, nigga. So I'm like, shit. You know, it's a big eye opener, you feel me? Like, nigga. Somebody was in here the other day telling fucked me that up. Detroit's so fucked up that if it ain't a murder, then the cops aren't really that concerned. They're like, you can get caught with a gun and it's not the end of the world because they have so much shit to deal with. I mean, I really can't speak on Detroit. I be down there a lot, though. But right. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's like that because it's like that at my home. Mm. At, at home. Right. It really ain't no murder, bro, that. Uh, motherfuckers. Right. Be forever before they pull up on you. When did you and Rio start talking about rapping? Um, it was really at Lil E House. Grind R.E. Mm. I told like like I told last time, it was, you know, me and, me and Rio got cool. We got the hang and boom. Bumped into Lil E. So he was going to Lil E crib, nigga, just to get high house. Right. You feel me? E had a studio. So it was like, shit. We here getting high. Fuck it, let's rap. Right. And that's where I learned how to damn near punch rap. Mm. Like I was telling you, I used to write, bro. Like when I did, when I dibbled and dabbled with music before Rio. Right. I used to write. When I started rapping with them niggas, it was like, they fuck around, had a whole son done before I was done with my verse. Mm. Writing my verse. Yeah. So it was like, nigga, you got to get with the program, nigga. Right. Oh, fuck that. I'm going to do it like y'all. <laughs> right. You feel me? You felt like you had talent and that Rio had talent from the beginning? For or? sure. Like, everybody around us was telling us, and we was just in denial about the shit. Mm. 
yeah, bro, bro, you are for real. Like, right. I've been hearing this every since a motherfucker heard me start rapping. No bullshit. Like, bitch, you are. Right. Like, you, you feel me? Who were you riding around listening to at that time in your life? Who was I, and, and especially on a local level, who was making you think, like, oh, all right, this is possible? Shit. We was li- we grew up off Detroit music, bro. Mm. We got it with the Peasy, Big Gang. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, of course, Dope Boys Cash Out. We was we listened to all that shit growing up, bro. So that was like our biggest. We thought they was big. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which they is. Right. But we like shit. We try to be trying to be like them. Shit, trying to get up there. So you were a big PZ fan for years before Hell you met him. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. PZ always in rotation. Mm. Been in rotation. Still gonna be in rotation. Definitely. When did you, uh, okay, so you started rapping at Ease House, and then how's it kind of progressed from there? It just, this what we did. It was like, we get to the, we got the songs and shit. We'll do the songs. And I used to record the song on my phone, like after it's done. Right. And I used to put them on my Facebook page. <laughs> swear to God. I Not the actual it. audio, the phone recording of it? Yeah, the phone recording of me recording coming off the speaker. I used to call it white speaker music. <laughs> Cause all I used to post number white speakers. Right. I'm just letting you hear the song, and this shit used to go crazy on Facebook, bro. To really? the point I'm like, what the fuck? So that that let me know the streets listening. And it was after after that it was like, man, the streets they damn near demanding this shit, bro. Like y'all niggas got to drop a tape. Right. Like y'all got to do that. Like you feel me? Woo woo. And that shit happened. We dropped Dumb and Dumber. Oh my Jesus. Oh, okay. What year is Dumb and Dumber? Dumb and Dumber, 18, right? Oh, okay. 19. 18. Dumb and Dumber won, 18. I'm seeing I'm proud. The team, I believe the team is all rubbing their chins. Hmm. <laughs> it's a minute. It seemed like a minute ago, but I think it was about, yeah, 18. It's funny because 18. Don't, it's 18 or 19, though. It's one of them two for sure. It's crazy, though, that that's like four or five years ago. Because yeah. it feels like you say 2018, and I feel like you're talking about like a year ago. But it, yeah, then I, then I think about it. what the date is, and I'm like, okay, that's, it's been a while. Yeah, it's, it's, Time really flies. It's 18 or 19 for sure. I think we dropped. Pandemic is what know. really fucked that shit up, though, man, because it was just this big two-year chunk where there wasn't as much going on, and that yeah. really made it feel like time flies. No, for sure. That pandemic shit was wild. Right. But, but okay, we still moving around. So you put the tape out, and then does PZ reach out to y'all based on the tape, or how, how did that proceed? I mean, it probably had played a part, but this is how it was. <laughs> We had our own boy, KD. <coughs> Free him. He a rapper too. <laughs> Flint. Right. He was already linking with like Peasy and doing songs with them. So KD and Rio had a hard ass son like that was going crazy at this time. Mm. And Peasy heard it. He in the car with KD, whatever it was. He let him hear it. Peasy like, he, he asked KD like, bro, who is your man's? Like, who, who dog you rapping with? That's my nigga Rio. Woo woo. Hell. Like, bring that nigga to me. You feel me? So, that happened. They linked. And, like, there's just anybody. It's hard to listen to Rio without listening to me. Rio mm-hmm. and Peasy got the chilling cooler. You feel me? Right. He heard of me. One day I go down there with Rio, nigga Pete. We at the gas station. He hop out. He come to my car. Like, bro, you heard the hell. I'm like, I'm talking about this shit shocking. It'll fuck me up. Nigga, I'm like, nigga, this peasy telling me I'm hard. Right. You feel me? Like, that shit fucked me up, bro. Even that was motivation off the dribble right there. Right. Like, man, this nigga think I'm hard. If this nigga think I'm hard, who else gonna think I'm hard? Like, you feel me? Yeah. Would you say he's like one of the biggest influences on you guys' style? It could, yeah. Because peasy been shit talking for a long time, mm. rather people thinking or not. Right. You know what I'm saying? He just got his own swag. He got a, he got a way to word. He shit talking at the same He been doing this shit for a long time, so yeah. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Did you? How long did it take before you started having conversations about like becoming part of Ghetto Boys? Or I don't know how that conversation went. Yeah. I don't know. The, the love was real kind of quick. Like, the shit all came together kind of quick. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was like, shit, it was bro first. But in the back of my mind, I knew they was coming, though. Even, bro, though, it's, it was destined. Like, you can't just get one or the other. Right. You got to come get both of these niggas. You feel me? So it was like I knew I knew it was coming. 
Especially just off the love how hard he was fucking with bro. Right. Off the love he had for bro, so I knew it was coming. So, like, I remember having that conversation with Rio about how he kind of, like, picked up so much of the game of actually being a rapper and all these different income streams you had to have from, you know, streaming shit to features to shows, et cetera. Like, was that kind of the moment where you started to take your whole career more serious and start to figure out the business? Hell yeah. And then it was just like, bro, bro, they was dropping, you know, jewels and shit every, every, then, every now and then too, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Give them, try to give us the game. See, that's the thing. Like, it wasn't just, no, oh, I'm going to sign these niggas, get them some money. And, uh, the nigga really was teaching us the game. Like, mm-hmm. I, teaching us the business side of this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, that's that's the biggest shit. That's more than anything, bro. You can nigga ask for, bro. Fuck some money. He was talking about how he likes signing artists and how he wants to sign artists and not even necessarily be the one rapping as much as shit. Yeah. And I was like... So would you be able to sign somebody who wasn't necessarily your friend, but was just somebody you thought had talent? And he was basically like, nah, because why the fuck would, like, I wouldn't trust their motivations if they were trying to fuck with me if we weren't really close like that. Uh, I mean, I don't know. But I don't know. Right. I, know I know him and Rio, like, built a uh, relationship before the actual signing. Mm. So I kind of get there. Like, I met him, I think I met P like twice, bro, before right. I signed with him. But it he showed me all I need to know, bro. It right. was the love that you gave my brother. You feel me? That was enough for me. Right. So it was like fuck it. And then I'm rocking with bro anyway, man. We, we rocking with each other. Man. If it was the other way around, he would have did the same shit. 100%. Guaranteed. Did you feel it? When did you feel like you actually started to really experience like the come up? Like when shit? Like I know it was snowballing, but when did it really feel feel like it started to spike the fuck up? I feel like it was maybe. Six months or like a year before we did that interview? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, little, I want to shout out you because that interview. Legendary shit content. For legendary that shit, shit just reminded me shout of how good no jumper, interviews man, can be. The whole team, man. Yeah, because yeah, that interview's damn near skyrocketed nigga too, though. But, really? Uh, yeah, probably like, it was, yeah. I'm trying to think. Cause it was like, we was doing millions of views. It was the chart shit, bro. I ain't even gonna lie. So it, that was done recently, bro. When we charted with number number three charted, bro. Uh-huh. That's when I really like, man, this shit. You gotta think about it, bro. Our shit went number four. Right. Without no big machine behind it, bro. Like, no, we got Empire, you know what I'm saying? We got boys, but you know, Empire's a distribution deal. Like, we ain't got no big major labels, stupid Machines behind us, bro. We went number four. The check was different that month? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a good feeling. But that opened my eyes, bro. Like, dog. Mm. Like, we just two kids, bro, from Flint, Michigan, bro. And we up here with big ass names like this. Mm. Like, that shit is a blessing, bro. You know how many people don't even make it to the charts? And how many people are on the charts, but they need this big-ass machine to get them My there? My point. Hey, we then are still independent. We doing this shit by ourselves, bro. Right. This just going off the love of the people. It's crazy. This shit big, bro. You that, feel- that shit opened my eyes for real. When, what made you decide to do the shit with Empire? And what do you actually like for an independent artist or independent style artist like you? What do you What do you get out yeah, of that? I went with a distribution. You know what I'm saying? We came with a distribution deal. They distributed my last album, the Junior Season. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? That went crazy for me on the solo side. It charged 35. That's where it stopped at. Right. So that's big for me. I'm more than happy with myself for that, bro. Like I said, I'm still an upcoming artist. Right. You feel me? I'm pushing 200K followers on Instagram, bro. That's why I'm still I'm still climbing. I'm, that's big for me to be top 50. Yeah. Still independent. That's crazy. Still, you know, that shit, that shit blessing, bro. I can't, I can't thank them enough for even wanting to work with a nigga. You never got deleted on Instagram? No. Fingers crossed. All right. Knock on wood. Every day I see somebody who got God on there that I'm just like, damn. That shit wild. To the, the point West, man. I really stopped like I really I really start kind of posting like that. Like right. I should. I'm gonna be honest with you, cause I'm like, man, they take this bitch away. 
<laughs> I it's saw, like that shit is gonna be so discouraging, bro. I, I saw something totally new the other day. I saw a rapper who got arrested last year for attempted murder, and he was selling or or promoting somebody's account who sells ghost guns, posting a picture of the ghost gun, saying, "Join this dude's Telegram chat." That's I was like, what the he fuck? He was in it for the fast cash, man. I know. That's, I, that's what was. I was thinking. I'm like, what's going on that you need the money that bad that you'll right. risk losing your Instagram or whatever? Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, that was kind of... I ain't trying to lose that Instagram. Yeah. So, okay, when when Rio goes in, how do you... Like, how does it change the feel of shit? Because you always kind of had, like, your partner in crime, and yeah. now all of a sudden you got to figure out how you're moving it, on a solo tip. It, 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 it changed shit drastically for real. Like, bro, I was, I was down there. I was fucked up for a minute. Mm. I'm gonna keep it G with you, nigga. Like you said, it was just me and him for all these years, bro. Just doing this shit. Mm. It just, and they all take him away from me. So it hurt it. But he, the the shit that he instilled in me of just being with him and watching him do this shit, I, I know I was gonna be okay. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, he showed me a lot, he taught me a lot. Just by just by him being my brother though, right. you know what I'm saying? Like he done taught me a lot, bro. How to move and this shit. I, I'm watching shit. Like it be days that nigga the rap guy. I wasn't even rapping for real, bro. I'm just moving around with him. He doing so much shit. So I'm sitting back observing this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Taking notes and shit like that. I've been in that position because sometimes when you have that one homie that you're really tight with and you just be moving around together all the time and sometimes you end up re- kind of relying on their energy. No, for sure. And you, you can be there and have your own energy, but if, you know, if it's like you, I've had homies who it's like every day, they, they telling me like, let's go at like nine in the morning. Let's go. Let's like start hustling, right. you know, back Hell in the day. Yeah. And that like then various shit happened. They go away and then it's kind of like, fuck, I don't, it's it's hard to like summon that same momentum no, for sure. by yourself. It yeah, definitely is. And he had that, that nigga had to drive, bro. Like that shit crazy, bro. But it's instilled in me too. Like I be out there, I think of him every time I feel like I want to be lazy or something. I just be like, man, mm. this nigga be in the studio somewhere, right? You know what I'm saying? Doing it like, let me go and get my shit together, right? You know what I'm saying? You rolling around solo for the most part? Or you got other people that you work yeah, with? Yeah, I, I roll around. I mean, you know, it's this. It, we I still roll around the same people. Jay, I still be with Jay. I still be with Louie. right? You know what I'm saying? But we all still. We all still growing as our own, as our own artists. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It be times I got to be here, you got to be there, that. But, nigga, it's all, it's all love. We still come together. We and, still move around. But it must be a good feeling for you because when I'm looking at your videos on YouTube and everything, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, his, his views are looking good, which is a good sign because you kind of wonder, like, when your boy gets locked up no, or whatever, sure. is, is the fan base necessarily going to stay as interested as they were? But it seems like right. you still are, are moving very strong. They're doing okay. They're doing, they doing good, actually, but they can be doing better. Right. Always can be progressing. But I'm, I'm just taking it day at a time, bro. Right. I'm going to keep giving y'all music. Hopefully y'all love this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. How many projects do you think that you, you try to drop a year on average? One, two? See, I came in this year with a big. I wanted to drop at least like four tapes this year. Wow. But I got people in town like, yeah, that's too much. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, two, three would be cool. You know what I'm saying? But on top of that, I'm going to be dropping EPs too. Mm. So it ain't just no big tape. I'm going to be dropping like little EPs in between and shit and. You know what I'm saying? Doing shit like that. I'm going to give y'all some music, man. This it's, year. it's a fine line because on one hand, you really want to like just flood the streaming services I because do, because that's just going to pad your checks for however long. That like It's just going to keep kind of adding to it. If you got 10 tapes instead of one, you're going to yeah. be making more on average. But then at the same time for the fans, you really want to like make them focus on oh, certain projects or certain for, songs. For sure. So that's what, it, and that's what I'm learning now. Like working with Empire and shit. Mm. Like, you know, before then, we would just we just do some shit and drop it, bro. Yeah, right. that was that was our thing. We just dropping this shit. They know more what time to drop. What's a good, you know what I'm saying? Like they know everything. They know they know a lot, bro. They help a lot with this shit marketing wise. That my marketing shit is serious, right? You know what I'm saying? So 
They dance who we did. They teaching us this shit right now. Yeah, I know. I noticed you coming in with a little PR team today. Yeah, yeah. Now I gotta move around my babies. <laughs> they helping you move around, like knowing what the right shit you should be doing with your time. No, is and for shit. sure. That lady right there. Yeah, she do a lot, man. Okay. And there's people behind the scenes. Okay. It's doing a lot. So that's not your girl. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I don't. It's my role manager. I don't know. <laughs> It's my role manager, bro. She's pissed. She giving me the stank face right now. <laughs> she like, I ain't fucking with him. No, that's, that, that's my role manager, though. She go everywhere with For sure. You know what I'm saying? Then I got my other manager on top of everything while she not here. Shout out Chelsea. Right. She, do it. she from Empire. So you try to, do you spend a lot of time at home or do you spend more time on the road? Like, what, what do you feel is more beneficial? On the road, it ain't, it ain't shit at home. Mm. I be trying to move around as much as I can, brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's days, I, it's times I go home, couple days, chill, relax. But, nigga, I'm trying to get on. I don't want to be there. Right. You got a lot of shows and shit? Yeah, somewhat. Okay. I'm booked. I could be booked more, but I'm booked. Right. What what part do you like the most, though? The recording part or the, the performing? or? What I is love it? performing, bro. Mm. Like, it just... Yeah, especially when you got that good crowd and they really fucking with you. Mm. Like that's ain't no other best. Ain't, that's the best feeling in the world to me. Right. That's why I was thinking when I seen everybody at South by Southwest and I'm seeing people performing for these dead ass crowds yeah. and I'm just like, oh my god, that is the fucking worst. Right I mean, there. that's the part of being. You know, that's the part of the come up. Oh, they yeah. all, they, they all went through it. Those we are all, all people who could become your potential fans, but yeah. God, that shit is painful. No, when, it's painful. When you sure. already have a fan base. And then you're still performing to people who don't give a fuck. Sir, I said, man, let some shit be too dead. Yeah, you want to? Were you at South by? Do that? Yeah, I was there. How was it? It was dope. It was a dope ass experience. Right. You know what I'm saying? How many shows you play in in the weekend, week or whatever it is? Five Five. shows. The best one was the Empire State. Don't lie, that bitch was lit. Really. That was the biggest one. Shout out, guys. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I kind of got like. A large, large percentage and of all then, the underground. I was on there, where I was on now. there with some big artists, bro. Like damn, they're right up under, like really? Babyface, right? You know, what I'm saying Money Man. Mm. You know, even Trade the True stopped by on some unexpected shit. That's lit. You know what I'm saying? So, OG Bobby Billions, he was on there too. You feel competitive with all the other Detroit artists coming out right now, or is it all of? No, it's all love, bro. With a little bit of competition. I feel like we, we gonna, this shit gonna do what it's gonna do, bro. Right. I'm trying to stay in my lane and still figure me out. Mm. Work as hard as I can, bro. Right. I'm trying to make everybody proud around this bitch. Now, just I ain't doing this shit for me, man. We doing this shit for the home team. On a scale of one to ten, how how strong is the unity in Detroit? Uh, it's big. Yeah. I, honestly, it's Detroit big as hell, bro. Like. More and more artists is coming together. Right. Now it's shit that's it's it's, it's politics that some you know shit never happened. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's the politics within the streets. But as far as like majority of the artists, a lot of these niggas working together, and that's dope. Yeah, because you know every city realistically at this point has like drill type rappers yeah. talking about all this crazy shit. But that is kind of interesting thing about Detroit is that. Most of the artists who are really making moves right now are not really talking about, uh, you know, people like directly. Music, Might be talking about some, yeah. I'll shoot this bitch up, but they're not talking about, I'm going to shoot this person. Oh, on that this music, <laughs> that, 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 we ain't on that. We, we want to make you get some money. We want to make you laugh. We want to make you dance. Mm. Shit like that. Yeah, there's more longevity in that. Yeah, bro, that's all it is. Today. I mean, we say some fucked up shit sometimes, but who don't? Mm. It's Definitely. reality, bro. Who do you think says more fucked up shit, you or Rio on average? Rio got be beat. Yeah, do you think that you're saying less offensive shit now that he's fucking locked up? <laughs> no, but he got be beat. There weren't that many bars on this tape that I heard that I was just like, ugh, that, that's horrible. Yeah, Whereas that's I've had saying. a lot of that listening to you in my life. Like, I can't believe he just said that. And, and listen, that just goes back to me and Rio, bro. Like, that's mm. why that, that goes back to where Rio is. Rio, he got me beat. Mm. He'd fuck around and go in there and say some shit. You'd be like, but I gotta go. You, I gotta say some dumb shit. Like, I got to. Right. I gotta say some fucked up shit. Like, yeah. He didn't make you do that. It's important. Um, okay. What, the biggest ad lib in, in rapper music right now, bitch. 
bitch. I feel like you kind of like breathe new life into the word bitch. Man, that shit crazy. <laughs> I, I, I don't even really know. I don't even remember how this shit began, bro. Right. I just said, it was like, bitch. And they like, bitch, you got to say that in front of every song now. Mm. So it was like, it started at E-House for sure. Which is weird because that's like a lot of rappers ad lib over the year, but you say it in a very distinctive it's, way. It's the voice. You couldn't mistake it for like too short. Too short. No, for sure. Made a lot of money off saying bitch over the years. For sure. But it's like you would never mistake the too short bitch from the RMC Mike bitch. Uh, I want to do a song with you. Mm. Let's wow. do it and let's call it bitch. I think he got a studio in downtown LA. They could definitely make that happen. It only makes sense. That would be legendary. Let's do a song called bitch. Me and too short. Nobody's brought the Bay and Detroit together like that. Come on, man. Eons. That makes sense. We need to make that happen. Too short you see this shit. We need to make that happen, bro. I heard a bar from you that said, make the bitch suck dick and taught her English, too. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where are you meeting these women who don't even speak English? Moving around. Mm. <coughs> you know, I'm in big cities now. Life of a pimp, of a player. I ain't no player. I'm just single, no kids. I don't know what to do. You're single. Hell yeah. Mm. It's very rare that you meet a rapper who will admit to being single. A lot of rappers live like they're single, but then meanwhile they got a girl yelling no, at them on FaceTime yeah. all day. No, I mean, I talk to people. <laughs> I talk to people. I talk Everyone to people talks to sure. people. I talk to people. Right. But I, as far as relationship, I'm not in a relationship with no one. Why'd you and your last girl break up? Shit. Damn. <laughs> I mean, it's I'm not like I'm going to be able to listen, fact check you. I came here with it already on my scene, man. That nigga Adam, he be asking you some questions, <laughs> my nigga. He, he, he box you in real quick. Right. But uh, if we be honest, I couldn't stop cheating. Yeah, that's what I was going to guess. Ghetto boy shit. And it was, I ain't going to lie, it was like, <laughs> that nigga said get off my <laughs> But no, it was just that's what that's what it was, bro. I just couldn't right. stop cheating. Mm. It's fucked up. Hey man. But shit I had my heart broke before too, so you're young. Yeah. You only live once. Yeah. I'm getting old now though, so like, mm. I feel like it. It's hard to find a girl worth not cheating on. <laughs> no, for sure. There's a lot of opportunities out here. I know? just look at it like this, like most people that's locked in that I grew up around. They down there like high school sweethearts and shit. Been mm. together since high school, 19 years. Y'all locked in by that time. Right. I was never locked in with a female for that long. Right. I mean, hey, I think it's important to interact with your fans. And there's no <laughs> better way to interact with your fans than having sex with some of them, you know? Man, that's what you are. You be fucking. <laughs> Hell no. I ain't fucking that. no podcast fans. No podcast? Why not? I mean, maybe. You probably got some of the best fans. Yeah, I mean, it's like 95% dudes, but besides that, there's got to be some cuties in there. Hell no. you got to be a couple cuties. I don't know. I'm, oh. I'm off the market, so I don't know. Yeah, that's dope. Right. What, what made, you got going on dope? Yeah, that's a different that's a different thing. We hustling together. Yeah. What made you want to get on that Fuji sample on the new new project? Uh, The beat. It was, it was strictly the beat, bro. I heard it. I'm like, man. Right. Come on. See, that's how it is. Like, I don't sit there and listen to no beat for I would listen to this bitch down in 60 seconds. It's mm. going to tell me whether right I'm finna rap on this bitch or not. And really? I just heard it. Even though that's like a very different style of beat than what you normally fuck with, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what I'm on now. Like, mm. I, that's what I was telling you. Like, you want to challenge yourself? I, yeah. That's, what, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Challenge mm. myself. You spoke to Lauren Hill about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Empire did that? Uh, no, nah, it was just it was just a beat that popped up, bro. Right. We was in the studio and it just popped up. Somebody had to sign off on it though. Hey, we made it work. Yeah, for sure. Um, I noticed one thing in your lyrics that really stands out to me too is that you you seem to really believe in fucking off perks. Yes. Like that really just supercharges the the activity. No, uh, see, yeah. At first it wasn't all that fun, but now it's like. Cause I when I first started taking perks, I used to be so high I'd go to sleep. Really? But now it ain't like that. It's just kind of like numbs you, so yeah, you can get in the groove. That's all it is. 
fuck there's, around and bust quick without a perk. There's been times where I like busted too fast and I was like, God damn, I gotta get one of these perks these rappers are talking about. Yeah. You not necessarily. <laughs> just fuck it. You know, shit. Wait right. wait till a little five to seven minutes to go back in. Yeah. Right. You slow down with the lean and the drugs after uh, Rio got locked up? Or? Hell yeah. Really? Because now you you kind of have to like be your own boss a little bit more, have your own motivation a little no, bit more? for sure. And then, you know, it just come on. That was my brother. He, he down there ain't going to do shit. I ain't like, I got to get high with him. Mm. You guys kind of encourage each other? Basically. Mm. So I was like, fuck it. But no, I don't do it as much. I still sip every, every whoop whoop. Right. But it ain't no every day like it was. Mm. You know, I fuck around with the perks still every whoop whoop. But PZ fell back. Yeah, I'm proud of it. You see all that weight he lose to. He's way better. Good. Yeah. He's looking way better. Looking at like, when he came into the interview, I was like, I know some something looked different about him. Yeah, he look way <laughs> and then I'm better. watching the older videos and I'm like, oh wait, he was fat as fuck for a while there. That show you that show you how that yeah, them drugs will do you. Yeah. You gotta think about it, he was on that shit for so long. Were you guys drinking a lot of lean before you met him? Hell yeah. Oh, all right. Bro, lean is just yeah. Niggas is down there, born into the culture of that shit. Mm. PZ seemed kind of hurt though. That like he really doesn't want to do it f because of the fact that he knows it's bad for him, but then he still loves it. It's he, the taste. He just bro. knows he can't really yeah. be in love with it. It's the taste <laughs> that hook you, bro. Mm. Like to the point. And then this shit, this shit, the lead on different now, bro. Like even coming straight out the pharmacy, bro, they cutting that shit and all type of shit. Shit ain't as strong as it used to be. Really? For real. It's too much. It's too much to deal with for real. That's another thing why niggas laid back. Niggas scared. Niggas are cutting your shit. Mm. On top of the pharmacy cutting your shit. It's just, it's just too much, bro. People overdosing on fake drugs and out there and a lot. Where I wear Detroit oh, yeah. flip. You hear about that a lot out there? Because we hear about it all the time out here. <laughs> Not really. I know a couple. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like one of my little homies is a little mini back been gone for a little minute, though. But that Michigan immune system. Yeah, the fentanyl yeah. can't do nothing. That shit fucked up, bro. <laughs> yeah. Shit is fucked up for sure. Um, okay, so what, what else are you uh, doing with your time at this point aside from just making music and everything? What, what are you, you got any hobbies we need to know about? Yeah, I got some hobbies. I'm, I'm glad the weather getting back good back home. It's getting a little bit better, but shit, you know, I like to drag race. Oh, really? Yeah, like that's a big thing I was born into for real. Like me and my pops got a drag. I got, I got a race car. Really? Uh, you go to the race track and do yeah, this? Yeah, we go to the race track. Oh, wow. The real track, race track. You and your pops still do this together? Hell yeah. That's dope. Hell yeah, that's a big thing. Balling. Mm. A lot of people don't know I know the bowl. Bro. Really? I wouldn't have necessarily guessed that. I know the bowl. Right. I ain't the best in the world, but I know the bowl. I whoop a nigga ass. Mm. Respect. Yeah. That's dope. Do you really have a gay doctor? <laughs> no, I was just talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, shit, I don't know shit because nigga, you got your ask, yeah. I, You <laughs> don't ask gay. your doctor them personal questions for sure. <laughs> who who you sleep with? Gay. <laughs> You never know what the fuck that motherfucker doing back home. Shit, I don't know. Right. That's hard. But not knowing, though, I ain't got no gay doctor. Yeah. It just, sound, it was just sounded like the right thing to say. You said, like, I got a new doctor. I got a gay doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I had to switch my doctor. I really switched my doctor, though. Really? Yeah. Why, they just got stopped handing the scripts over? No, it's just because, bro, at first I was just dealing with it. You know, they give you, like, them... I really can't understand you for real. Right. I'm like, y'all gotta give me somebody I can understand, bro. I ain't talk to. Mm. He barely, he knew English, but it was like, I just. Was he Indian or something? Yeah, some oh, shit yeah. like that. I'm like, man, I can switch my shit. Yeah. I need somebody I can understand, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you walk in there and it's fucking I mean, Steve Harvey. You're gonna be like, <laughs> I'm gonna keep coming back to you for the rest of my no, life. Because you got a good vibe. We got a good rapport here, you know? No, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Steve Harvey should definitely open up a, a small practice. He should. I don't know why. He just seems like the kind of guy I would like to kick it around. Man, he coming here as your doctor. He'll be fucked up. <sighs> yeah, I was yeah, watching you like. You ain't even worried about you. just got <laughs> shot three times. You're just like, it's Steve Harvey. You know, I was watching like best of Steve Harvey on uh, The Price is Right or whatever. Mm. Man, this motherfucker is so funny. Like, I, I never watched that shit, obviously, but mm. he is so funny. Like, his facial expressions and shit are just. Unbelievable. 
OG nigga, man. I think they plant contestants on that shit to make it funnier, though. They plant yeah. people to say stupid shit. Yeah, you know it is. Because some of it's just too funny. Like, it can't. This can't be real. Yeah. Mm. Um, all right, so you got the new project out. What else we got to look forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to drop our EP soon. Okay. You know what I got to I got it. came up with a name of it. I'm called uh, Ghetto Assassin. Mm. So I'll be looking for that real soon. I'm going to be giving you all that. Right. And then, you know, I'm still working on that. I'm already working on that senior shit. Yeah. Senior C's looking good. Nice. So you're going to do a whole separate project with that, or are you going to sprinkle it into your other shit? I'm going to sprinkle it into That's going to probably, that's going to be the last of my little, you know, I started with rookie. I'm in the end with senior. Okay. And then we just going to figure some more shit out. Right. As we go. By the time that come out, I'm trying to, like, be working with bigger artists and shit like that. You know, you you said like senior, out, and I thought you said singer. No, oh, senior. Because I know there's gonna be somebody pointing it out that I just fuck, <laughs> that we had a little miscommunication oh, okay. there. Senior Even though you breezed season, right yeah. past it like it was nothing, I'm like fuck. Senior season. Yeah, okay, but what about the R&B music? R&B music. I might. I'm probably throw. I might. I'm, that's more like. I might throw one of them at y'all on like an EP or something. Okay. Because like I want to stay true to my fans when I drop like real serious like albums or. You know mm. what I'm saying? So. You got to get Empire to get you a Beyonce feature. Oh, that'll be big. I feel like they could do that, right? Yo, B. What else are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. I just need eight make bars. Make it happen, man. <laughs> I just need an eight, eight bar hook. Bar. But she's going to make you clean up all the lyrics. What? I'm going to go in there and not cuss at all. Mm. I was reading about some artists who cleared a Beyonce sample, and they had to completely rewrite their lyrics. Yeah. Fabio Foreign, I think. Yeah. That's crazy. I wonder if he did it by himself. Re, uh, hell no, label I didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> he wasn't writing a fucking email like, oh, hey, Beyonce, can I get this sample cleared? No, I'm talking about rewriting this verse. Oh, rewriting it? I mean, shit, you just take the offensive shit and say something else that rhymes, right? That ain't as easy as you think it is. Really? Hell no, not when you, especially, it, most likely it was like a, a real song, mm. so you talking about a certain shit. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to... Revise some shit. Yeah, it might, I mean, it, it depends on who you is. It I'll might not it be Beyonce. as hard as to other people yeah. is to me. I mean, you, you, your bars like you're sort of like rapping fast and like cramming it all together. I yeah. feel like it could be hard to replace that, but a lot of rappers, their flow is a little bit yeah. more spread out. You are. Right. Makes know. sense. What am I talking about? RMC Mike, I appreciate you coming in, man. I appreciate you, brother, for having me for the second time. No doubt. We're going to do it again someday. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Everybody go check out his shit on Spotify, Apple Music, all that shit. Everywhere. RMC Mike underscore Mike on Instagram. Run my guy up on YouTube and all that shit as well. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. No Jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, Instagram. Like, comment, and subscribe. NoJumper.com if you want to support. Appreciate y'all.